Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. I'm Ken Chester, and let's get started. To add your voice to the conversation, be it to ask a question, share an opinion, or even suggest a topic for future discussion, you can call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline, that number, 872-222-9793, or you can email the show, talk at techmobility.show, and that's talk at techmobility.show. From the Tech Mobility News Desk, I was in Chicago recently for Media Days at the Chicago Auto Show. And if you follow me on social media, you will find that I have posted some things from the show, particularly the first ever Tesla display at the Chicago Auto Show. And they brought the Cybertruck and they bought a Model 3. And I believe you got a chance to drive the Model 3 because they've got some EV test tracks actually on the floor of the show where you could test drive a variety of different EV vehicles, which if you are a consumer, it is a great opportunity to be introduced. Another automaker, first time ever at the Chicago Auto Show was Lucid. Again, if you follow the show, you know that I got a chance to review a Lucid Air got behind the wheel first time ever uh, as a result of an event I attended in Wisconsin last spring. Incredible car. Again, you could sit and ride in a Lucid Air uh, along the EV track. What was missing in Chicago was Stellantis. And if you don't recognize the name, this is the parent company of Jeep, Ram, Chrysler, and Dodge, uh, and Fiat, Alfa Romeo, and some other um, European brands. I've reported here that they actually pulled out of Chicago, they pulled out of LA, they pulled out of CES, which surprised me, SEMA, which is an industry uh, aftermarket show, and a major Canadian show that they pulled out of. The reason why I bring that up, and they're not the only ones, but the reason why I brought that up is in my research for this week's show, Chrysler had the nerve to introduce a concept car and they didn't announce it, did not, they weren't in Chicago, so they didn't announce it in Chicago. And I find this a little bit disingenuous. But before I even get to Chrysler, let me add this about the Chicago Auto Show. I'm going to produce two more videos that I will release to social media on some other things I found at the show. So if you're following me there, or you want to find out more about what I discovered at the Chicago Auto Show, you can hit me up Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, t- uh, TikTok. They're all there, and I'm going to put out a couple more. Check them out. Let me know what you think, and be sure to like and follow me on your social media platform of choice. Another automaker that was there, sort of, and this is a new thing, Mazda was there, but Mazda wasn't there in a corporate sense. The local dealer brought vehicles, and that's more consistent with a smaller show. We will, re- we will visit where auto shows are going, at least what it looks like this year, and maybe give you some insight to why. Honestly, because I had an epiphany, and I'll leave you with this little teaser. We'll come back to it in a week or so. I wonder if the automotive media was asking the right question. The question they were asking, are auto shows still relevant in this, in this economy with all this technology around us? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tease you with this. I think that's the wrong question. I'm going to leave that for you to ponder, and we'll come back to it in a few weeks. 
what I really wanted to talk to you about. Chrysler actually introduced a concept vehicle. They announced it. Um, The article I have here is from the EV report, but other media outlets picked it up. And they talk about electrification vision unveiled. The Halicon is what they call it, which is an interesting choice for a name. If you look at uh, Oxford Dictionary, it defines Halcyon as denoting a time in the past that was uh, idyllic, happy, idyllically happy and peaceful. It's what Oxford says. If you look it up in Merriam-Webster, it says calm, peaceful, carefree and happy. The new vehicle's electric and it's based on their full-size STLA large platform that they're also putting their trucks on and everything. Here's my problem. Right now, this minute, the Chrysler brand in North America has one model. It's built in Windsor, Ontario, Canada, and it's their minivan. The 300's no longer made, and Chrysler doesn't have anything else. I said from the get that when Stellantis says, we've got 14 brands and we're going to try to, we're going to support them all. I said, you can't. Even with something they call badge engineering, which is basically taking a model from one uh, automaker and putting your name on it and maybe making some tweaks, typically make it look a little different, but there's Starling cues still from the original manufacturer. And it happens in the auto industry all the time. Even if Chrysler was to do that and get some other vehicles from some of the other Stellantis brands, it's been without product for so long. You know, they're trying to make Chrysler into this electric superstar, but there's nothing there. Even if the Halcyon gets built, even if they build that and the modern day uh, airflow, even if these two vehicles ever see the light of day and come to market, that's still only two vehicles that Chrysler dealers will have to sell. Now, full disclosure, most of your Chrysler dealers today are either teamed, they're either teamed with everything, which is a Chrysler, Ram, Dodge, Jeep dealer. Very few dealers are standalone Chrysler dealers anymore, and that used to be Chrysler Plymouth, but Plymouth went away a little over 20 years ago. Dodge split into Dodge and Ram as they pulled the trucks out of the Dodge brand, which put Dodge in trouble. Because with the passing of the Challenger and the Charger, all they really have left with a Dodge name on it is Durango. So my question is, it's nice to see And I'm not even going to read all the flowery things they say about this concept. My question is a little more basic, and it boils down to this. Does Chrysler, as a brand, have a future in America, let alone North America? You have to bring so much product in to build this name up to get people back in the mind. There was a time. When Chrysler, the Chrysler Imperial, was up there with the Lincoln Continental and any model Cadillac. Chrysler had a full line, and you aspired to go to move up to a Chrysler from a Dodge or a Plymouth, and if you're a certain age, DeSoto. That was then. Over the years, particularly in the last 20 years, as Chrysler has gone from one crisis to another, and they decided to pivot the whole company towards SUVs and trucks, the Chrysler brand suffered. The Chrysler 300, which was a masterstroke when they introduced it in 2005, got tweaked a little bit, but really never changed. And it's the one gift that Chrysler's temporary ownership by the parent of Mercedes-Benz was the gift it kept on giving. Because if you didn't know it, that rear drive body on frame uh, architecture that the 
Challenger rode on, the Charger rode on, and the 300 rode on was actually about two to three generations ago, Mercedes E-Class, which is why those cars rode so well and handled so magnificently, because they started with a heck of a pedigree. That was then. These vehicles have recently went out of production. So the question is, yeah, you could go somewhere else and read all about the Chrysler Halcyon and how great it is and how it's going to be, you know, the superstar of a regenerated brand. But unless Chrysler gets more than one or two vehicles and they really have to start building the brand all over again, because most people that are younger than, say, 40 have no idea what that brand even means anymore. I think they got their work cut out for them. The question is, with all these awesome EVs hitting the marketplace, will there be room for anything that's got a Chrysler logo on it? I don't know. Dodge, I don't know. Things to think about. You are listening to the Tech Mobility Show. Are you tired of juggling multiple apps and platforms for meetings, webinars, and staying connected? Look no further than AONMeetings.com, the all-in-one browser-based platform that does it all. With AON Meetings, you can effortlessly communicate with clients, host virtual meetings and webinars, and stay in touch with family and friends, all in one place and for one price. Here's the best part. You can enjoy a 30-day free trial. It's time to simplify your life and boost your productivity. AONMeetings.com, where innovation meets connection. Get started today and revolutionize the way you communicate. Social media is the main place to be these days, and we are no exception. I'm Ken Chester, the Tech Mobility Show. If you enjoy my program, then you will also enjoy my weekly Facebook videos. From my latest vehicle reviews to timely commentary of a variety of mobility and technology-related topics, these short features are designed to inform and delight you. Be sure to watch, like, and follow us on Facebook. You can find us by typing the Tech Mobility Show in the search bar. Be sure to subscribe to our Facebook page. Social media is the place to be these days, and we're no exception. I'm Ken Chester of the Tech Mobility Show. If you enjoy my program, then you will also enjoy my weekly Instagram videos. From the latest vehicle reviews to timely commentary on a variety of mobility and technology-related topics, these short features are designed to inform and delight you. Be sure to watch, like, and follow us on Instagram. You can find us by typing the Tech Mobility Show in the search bar. For those of you that listen to podcasts, we have just the one for you. Hi, I'm Ken Chester. Tech Mobility Topics is a podcast where I upload topic-specific videos each week. Shorter than the full show, these bite-sized programs are just the thing, particularly if you're interested in a particular topic covered on the weekly radio show. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many podcast platforms in between, we got you covered. Just enter Tech Mobility Topics in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts.